Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn and Bart Scott in with J. Will. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And last night, that was the, the sort of contrast of two teams in the NBA. One in the Jazz, who take every game seriously. The best team in the league. The best record in the league. Everybody healthy. That team's been together for a while. They epitomize team. Yes, they have a couple of all-stars, but that is a group that plays so well together, and they've come together, and they're fun to watch in the regular season. Then you have the Nets. They're big three. None of them played. Bubble wrap. <laughs> James Harden, right before the game, was a late scratch. Even Joe Harris. Joe Harris five played minutes. only five Just minutes. Five Does Kyrie know his name now? Kyrie now knows his, know his name. name yes. You year? better know his name because he could shoot. But the point is, is that the Nets... They had a family issue that he's off handling. He stayed back here in Brooklyn, New Jersey. Pers of Kyrie and his family. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie didn't play. He was already going to be out of the lineup. It's James Harden, who that was the surprise. And Kevin Durant's been out for weeks right now. And what it looks like, of course, is that was a game we were all excited for. ESPN. Mike Breen's calling the game. You know it's big. And then right before tip-off... Wait, it's it's the Nets G League team. It's the, the Long Island Nets against... The Jazz, who are the best team in the league. What'd you think was going to happen? They were down 30 in the third quarter. They were down 20 in the first quarter. It wasn't really a game. Can I say something now real quick? Because we naturally say the Utah Jazz, the best team in the league. But I feel like there's like a qualification. Record-wise. 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 Yeah, exactly. yeah, like 30 wins. Like are, yeah. are they the, uh, would they be the best team if the Lakers were fully healthy? I, Look, I you are I, what your record says you I, are. I yeah. agree with you. I, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything from, away from Utah. Look, they have a legit chance this year. I'm not a believer in Utah all the way yet. I need to right. see a lot more from them when they get to the playoffs. That's my I want to see them sustain. But I know what I'm going to get yeah. from a healthy LeBron and a healthy Anthony Davis in the playoffs. I don't know that answer yet for so, the Utah Jazz. So let me ask you this. What's the flaws, right? Because I, re- I can recall during the season the Pittsburgh Steelers was 11-0. And we said this is a heavily flawed team. They're not going to go far. What is the flaws that you see in Utah that says, hey, if all things are equal, they can't beat this team? What's the flaws and what's the things that they have to overcome? There aren't too many flaws. I mean, look, they spread you out. They knock down a ton. Of, they have a lot of Jay, shooters. Jay, you know the flaws. The flaws are they don't have what Brooklyn has. A go-to. Well, they, no, 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 Mitchell. They, they, don't have, they don't have what Brooklyn has. What Brooklyn has are three guys that if you were picking sides, you put both teams on the floor and were picking three guys that you'd pick first. One, two, three, and then whoever the Jazz have. Be honest. We love Donovan Mitchell, yeah. New York guy. Nick should have drafted him. Anyways, you're not taking him ahead of those three guys. You're not doing it. Convince me otherwise. Rudy Gobert, you're not taking him ahead of KD, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. You're right. not doing it. So the Jazz, that's the flaw. You're not taking anyone ahead of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You're not. You're not taking anyone ahead of Kawhi Leonard. And Paul George. That, that was hard to get out. But here's and, the scary thing, though. Pandemic I was going pandemic yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I look pandemic, at you and I think pandemic P. No, no, but that's the point. But, like, Kenny Smith always said this before, and I wonder if you felt this way. Before a game, like the night before a game, did I have trouble sleeping because I knew who I was going up against? If you're going up against the Jazz, are you losing sleep because you're facing that team? But here's what I worry about. You are when bit. you're playing LeBron. You are when you're playing James Harden and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's the difference, and that's why the Nets are getting all this – 
credit for. Wait till May when we see what they are because we already anticipate what they can be when they're whole. The problem is we just don't get to see them whole during the regular season. Well, I just hope that they can finish the season being whole too because now I'm starting to have the same questions I had about LeBron James and AD about whether AD comes back off that Achilles. Now I'm wondering what, what, what's going on with Kevin Durant? Right. What's going on with the hamstring, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, is it one of these things where it's like we're waiting to see them at full force? So like, Will they ever get full yeah. force? I don't know. Look, I know when they're all on the court – they're a hell of a team, and their ceiling is higher than any other ceiling in any other team in the NBA. But right now, the Utah Jazz are a better team. And if I don't team. know if they're a team, yes. they are a team. They are a team. Like Jordan Clarkson can give it to you. Bogdanovich can give it to you. Rudy Gobert can defender, one of the best defenders in the game. Donovan right. Mitchell can score. Mike so, Conley's playing out of his mind. Like, they but, Jay, answer my so, question. So are you I'm still taking sleep? the Nets. I'm still on the Nets. I told are you, you losing sleep the night before a Jazz game, or are you losing sleep the night before a Nets game? Who am I? You're you. What, what, what team am I, though? What team am I? Am I the Lakers? I'm not losing sleep against the Jazz. Well, if I'm no, the Clippers, I'm okay. losing sleep against the Jazz. Hmm. Why do you say that? If I, if, well, because I think the Clippers have some real big issues. Which is why they need they Kyle Lowry. Exactly. Today's the trade why they have Kyle Lowry. See if they're aggressive. Yeah. I think there's some teams in the East, like Milwaukee's going to be there. Yeah. We talk about you know Philadelphia. If Joel Embiid gets healthy, they'll be there. I mean, there are other teams that are going to be there. I still think the, the Nets are the favorites to come out of the East. Right. I just, I'm starting to wonder. Like, I'm going to start calling Rich Common and all these guys. Like, what's going on, right. Kevin? What's going on with Kevin Durant? See, but the thing about Kevin, we, we, we thought, we, we wonder what it was going to look like coming off of the Achilles, right? And he, he looked like the same old guy because mm-hmm. his game isn't predicated off of getting to the basket like Derrick Rose before he had his injury. So we, we think that Kevin Durant coming back, he's going to be in shape because he's always in shape, and he's not going to lose his touch, right? But so see, I, th- I think they're holding him back to make sure that they can ensure because they know they have a short shelf life because it, before they have to make a decision, you know, as far as being able to pick them up or if this unit is going to stay together. If you need to get your car fixed, who do you go see? Mako. A mechanic, right? Okay. A mechanic. Well done, though. Well done, Well done, though. I like that. Sponsor. Mechanic, we like them. right? Mako. So, listen, somebody who's had a lot of injuries, who's dealt with injuries before, right? And I've said this about Alex Smith throughout the season for the Washington football team, who still hasn't changed your name. They're still the Washington football team, which is fine. I actually like the name. Tangent. Tangent. I'm back. Red tails. <laughs> Compensating. You compensate when you have an injury. Mm-hmm. That's why you end up having other injuries. Right. We saw Alex Smith do this throughout the course of the season. That's why end of the season he wasn't available, a compensation injury. Yep. We're seeing the same with Kevin Durant. Coming back after having time off, fine, Achilles. Now he has a, I have a hamstring issue, right? Like, right? So if you get the hamstring right and you try to ramp it up into – natural playoff gear really fast. Right. Like, that's a lot to ask. So how many weeks does, do we need to come back? Because I talk about the compensation all the time, too, because I have total reconstruction of my big toe. And now I get left knee tendonitis. And yes, that's how it typically right works. So, you know, I'm, I'm just – I'm happy for well, – I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's a high injury and not a low injury because, like, the calves or something like that because, once again, that's close to where he had the injury before. So – what do you think? Like he had. When do you think he needs to come back to I mean, be able you to get love- that rhythm and get in time and be able to be confident that he won't have a compensation injury? You would love to see him play a month of basketball. Okay, like a, a minutes restriction coming back. I mean, yeah, you get the easy, you get the ease into it. Okay, yeah. but same like, with I, Anthony I, Davis and, and LeBron. Exactly, same with Anthony Davis. I mean, now look, LeBron's going to be a little bit different because I think LeBron high ankle sprain, I think that's a quicker turnaround than AD having an Achilles issue yeah. and KD having a hamstring off coming off an Achilles issue, right? So I, I would take LeBron out of the equation, but I think for both guys, slow ramps, but you, you need to have them back. There needs to be an acclimation period yeah. with your team, your starters being on the floor for a significant amount of time. I mean, we haven't really seen James Harden, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant play a lot together. Seven games, Seven right? Seven games. Yeah. 
you at least want to come in like having 25 games. 25? Really? You think that it, many? It's yeah, I'm thinking, what do you, what do you think, 15? Like, yeah, what? I think if he's back. You play another eight games, that's enough to get them ready for the playoffs? I think it's, so. It's, it's I, think, wow. I think if he's back it, before May. Now, you hope he's back sooner yeah. because if he's not, we've got a whole month before we even get like, – just April's next week. But if he's back at some point in the next – like like mid-April to, to mm. just before May, yeah. that's still enough time. The regular season ends, remember, mid-May. Mid-May. This season goes a little yeah. bit longer than it well, usually that's what does. I say, like, it's mid-April. Like, if you have a month, that's Just get yourself a ramped up. Good, it's and a month is good. It's to comp the Clippers because it felt like they didn't have the chemistry and figuring out how they were going to close games out, play situational basketball. No, I'm they, not going to play a lot though, together. Before the pandemic. Kind of, yeah. They but play I, with each other a lot. Yeah, but I'm not giving the Clips any damn excuses, man. Like, what we saw from them – in in the in the bubble was a complete lack of leadership. Leadership, thank you. Complete lack of leadership, and I've been saying this on the show until I've been blue in the face. Kawhi Leonard's one of the best players in the league, but he's not been the leader on any of the teams he's won a championship with. Correct. Tony Parker, Monte Ginobili, leaders on those Spurs teams. Kyle Lowry, the guy we're talking about being the difference maker if he goes to Philly or Miami for them to contend so, for a championship. Leader. So like, you know that. Do the Clippers know that? And does that mean that they will give up whatever they need to make sure that they get Lowry? I just think he'd be know, a great fit there. Now the problem with the Clippers, obviously, what do you give is up? assets wise? They've kind of, you know, they're kind of thin at this point, right? So that's also going to, going to be an issue going forward. But it's the reason why Doc Rivers doesn't have a job there anymore. They thought they thought Ty Lue was going to make the difference. I, I, thought, I thought it was it was because they couldn't pick up the pick and roll. They never made adjustments. Mm. Yeah, why do you think? It's all, <laughs> it's, all it's all about execution and the players. There's, there's no question about it. KJZ, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott with Jay Will here talking to you, ESPN Radio. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Be part of the conversation on NBA trade deadline day, a very big day in the NBA, as it always is every year. But this year, especially when you're looking at some of these contenders and, of course, the other contenders that have injuries, if you can make a move that can suddenly put you over the top, you might be motivated to do it. But when you talk about James Harden, you talk about the Nets and also some of the top players in the league, Charles Barkley was on Greeny yesterday. And if you haven't heard it yet, you've got to hear that Barkley and what he feel, how he feels. James Harden not just ranks as an MVP candidate, but how he ranks right now as a basketball player in the world. Listen. I know I'm going to probably get criticized for saying this. This guy might be the best basketball player in the world. I mean, he might be the best player in the world. I've always thought he was the best offensive player. He wasn't as great as Michael and Kobe. But I said a few years ago, and people laughed at me, he's the best offensive player I've ever seen. Mm. But right now, no disrespect to LeBron or Giannis or anybody, James Harden might be the best basketball player in the world, period. Let me tell you why he's right. Because I think there's a lot of things that make people think. That the first thing people think about with James Harden is, well, wasn't that the guy they were up 3-1 against Golden State? Mm-hmm. He couldn't, he couldn't head, close the deal. He put his head deal. in the sand, yeah. Well, he, 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 he couldn't close the deal. Or... Yeah. Oh, man, the way he left Houston was just unprofessional. Honey buns, you know, rappers, <laughs> parties, 100 grand in bags, right? Fat oh, he's suit. a guy that dribbles Jersey a retired. ton by himself and just, you know, he scores. He takes a you – know, led the league in scoring. Oh, that's the guy that gained, what, 30 pounds mm. and just looked overweight. You know, Kendrick Perkins came on our show earlier and said he looked like a, a miniature baby perk, right? <laughs> watch him play. If you watch him play with the way he's playing right now – He's in the best shape of his life. He can score against anybody in the world. You can't stop it. The most innovative one-on-one player in the history of the game. And I'm saying that with guys like Steph and AI involved in that conversation. Call in the show. 
Debate me. If you want to watch the nuances of the game. Better than Jeffrey? That, that frame. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a strong statement. I mean, and Barkley played against Jeffrey. He'll have a title because of Jeffrey. Innovative one-on-one? If you can argue Innovative this, one-on-one. We invite you to argue it. 888-SAY-ESPN. Go ahead. 888 The with the frame, the way he can break his arms into your body, gets to the free throw line at a crazy rate. He invented this sidestep, overstep, sidestep, backstep. I don't even know yeah. what the hell to call it anymore. I'm confused by it. I thought it was a walk. He's changing the rule book. <laughs> and now we don't even blink You don't even question it, it when right. guys do it. Right. You talk about Emmanuel One, quickly doing it the other yeah. day for the Knicks game. Nobody came out of you. Typically, when you're out of game, you guys know this. Yeah. And we'll go back to game sooner or later. But when people do that back in the day, you have, oh, that's a walk. Yeah. That's a walk. Fans yeah. just get up. That's a yeah. walk. Yeah. Nobody does that yeah. anymore. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. what a move. Quickly pushed off. One, two, I thought he was tick slide like he was a tackle. Release, rotation, splash. Yeah, I mean, Nobody it's said like a line dance. He's doing line dance. It was electric slide. It was the electric exactly. slide. Exactly. He's changing the way the game is played. Is it because he's – so he's more likable because he's in a different market and he's – I've always felt like he always got tired late in, in the season because he had to play so many minutes. This is a guy that doesn't low, low manage. This is a guy that used to play all the time. He always shows up. He doesn't do what Kawhi does. He shows up and he plays 30, 40 minutes every night. When he was in Houston, I thought when he got into the playoffs, he always ran out of gas that way. But now he, he's able to coast and facilitate, and he, it doesn't matter. He doesn't have to score and come down and isolate every – Possession. You know how tired you get playing iso ball, well, playing one on one. Well, people were like, "Oh, we don't like the way he got out of Houston." Well, okay, because he knew he was leaving Houston. Yeah. He still played. He still put up buckets, and a lot of people don't like that. Yeah. But he, he knew he was leaving Houston. Now he has Kyrie and Kevin when they're available. But you know, also we're going to bring in Alan Yates into this conversation, our producer, because we talk hoops all the time, and I just want people to know that you know, over the last couple of years, I've been seeing what the Nets have been doing and how Sean Marks and company have been building this team, and Alibaba and Joe Sy coming in changing up the way they're ran. But I was destroying the Nets before. Yeah. So don't try people trying, oh, Jay, you're a homer. I'm like, no, I just recognize that when you put Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving on the same damn team, the mo- most prolific scorers we potentially have in the game, yeah. that's a team that can win a championship. What do you think, Alan? I mean, yeah, for sure. But think about it. We once saw James Harden playing a game for the Rockets against the Jazz of all teams, and they were guarding him from behind, intentionally guarding him from behind. Right hands behind their backs. I've never seen anybody get guarded like that in the NBA, ever. Facts, double teaming, guard one person behind you with their hands behind your back, breathing on your neck, that hot <laughs> game breath, you know what I mean? Lance Stevens. Lance, like. Lance Stevens. <sighs> Lance Stevens. <sighs> get a breath, man. Like, mm. Keyshawn, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Bart Scott, Alan Hahn, in with J. Will. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's get some calls here. Before the trade deadline, let's go to Will in Ohio. Will? What up, Will? This is when you Hey, how you doing? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, first of all, Mark Scott, you're one of the best. Uh, and, and Jay Will, you're one of my favorite point guards of all time outside of Penny Hardaway. I'm oh, from Memphis. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Memphis. Penny was a truth. I do I have a question for you, Mr. J. Will. Yes, sir. Uh, sir, uh, my Memphis Grizzlies, beloved Memphis Grizzlies, uh, we're in that play-in spot. I've been hearing a lot of the news uh, lately about uh, uh, Oladipo name been coming up. Um, how would you think he would fit for us? Cause we got the assets to get him, I feel. And will he be a good fit for us, sir? Look, man, I, Victor Oladipo – well, I would love to see Victor Oladipo with John Morant. I would love to see that as a backcourt. Obviously, Jaron Jackson 
injury prone a little bit. You're starting to really wonder about the long-term health of Jaron Jackson. Yeah. Um, but I think he's so talented. Depending upon what you have to give up, but for a guy like Victor, Victor Oladipo will have to want to be in Memphis. Yeah. He would have to want to be there. But I would say that I think Memphis is becoming more and more of a desirable location to be at. Is it because of job? Because of job, man. Like, I try to tell people all the time, you have to have somebody in your team that I want to play with. Yeah. Somebody that makes everybody else around them better. And every single night when I watch John Morant, like, that is a blockbuster, man. Yeah. Not just from his highlights. You see the highlight he had the other day with oh, the, the lob left, and Dylan Brooks? Don't. He caught it with the left and banged it. But I'm talking about the simple plays. I'm talking about, like, the hockey plays, right? Hockey assists. Just giving the ball up early. Yeah. Just putting you in positions to succeed. It's one thing I say that's great about LeBron that John Morant does. Sometimes, you know, everybody wants – you only see – we live in a highlight-driven culture yeah. where people wake up the next day and just watch the highlights, yep. and that's their way of watching the game. You don't see the simplicities of the game, and that's what John Morant is great at at this mm. stage of his career. What, whose, whose spot's he taking, though? Because you just mentioned, I mean, they have a ton of young players that I mean, they just all fit really well together. They continue to grow together. Dylan Brooks, I mean, it, nobody talks about him, but, I mean, he can ball. We know that. Kyle Anderson has done really well slow-mo, there. Slow-mo, yeah. You know, like they, they have the a nice Carter. group there. That's one of them. That might be one of the best slow-mo games ever, Because he don't move fast. <laughs> but hysterical. he gets everywhere but he wants right, to go. It doesn't matter. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. Is, it is funny. But no, I, I, that's the only – when you talk about adding players, I always say, well, whose spot is he taking and how is that going to yeah. impact the team? Yeah. There's no Is Dylan no Brooks going to be an all-star? Would you project him Should, to be an all-star? Shouldn't he at, at some point – he's so good. Like he's a, he's a terrific shooter. Confident player, like this. There's a lot to like about him. So you were reflecting on my question: Is he going to be? Is Dylan Brooks going to be an All Star? If I have to, if I have to predict forward, I'm going to say yes. He has that talent. I think he has it. Okay, Bart. Bart, we're going to get another call here because we've got to talk to an old friend, Tony in Ohio. Hi, Tony. Hey, hey, hon. What's happening? Hey, Tony. How are you? I'm good. It's great to hear from you. Top of the morning to you. Great to hear from you too, sweetie. I'm, I I listen to you all the time. Thank you. Um, you know I love you. I know. But we got a, we got an issue and a problem. Oh, hey, 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 Jay, Will, hey, Bart, hey, hey Tony. But, what but we do, Tony? We What's going on? What's going on? Talk to me. Tony used to call my shows when I was on at night. I had a show. I called it Han Solo, and she would call me all the time, and mm. we would talk a lot of hoop. And if I ever said stuff about LeBron. Well, she was not happy. And I also used to call you when you was di- with D.P.H.R.O. Yes, too. Yes, Remember, the I'm, the one well. that told, I'm the one that told him to go home and lay it down. So, you know. But anyway. <laughs> well, that's a good story. <laughs> that's a good story. It's a great drop, too, by the way. Go ahead, Tony. But, but anyway, you called my hometown the mistake by the Ooh. lake. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't call Boo-boo. it. I did not call it the mistake by the lake. Day. I said, who's going to say because the, the draft okay. is in Cleveland, and that's that joke about the old stadium, the mistake by the lake. So okay. I was saying, but we when not you draft but somebody, wait a minute, boo-boo. I, I you understand what you're saying. Let Miss Tony finish, please. Go yes, ahead, Miss yes, Tony. Yes, ma'am. You know I love you. I know. Like a distant cousin. You yes. know I do. But let me just say this now, and y'all can use it for a drop. Whoever called Cleveland the mistake by the lake, make sure your team has had a championship. Since our team had. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. okay so Tony, because. So, 
And I'm not talking football. Okay, I'm okay. talking championship, period. Okay, I know, okay, I know we ain't got Ohio. one yet. My family's in Cleveland. I ain't saying nothing. That's all. That's. Okay. I'm sorry. So that's we all you called the mistake by the way. Not me, Listen, listen. I didn't call it a mistake by the way. It came out of your mouth, Alan. Listen, the reason I called it a mistake by the way, we used to call it, you know, the football circus because the stadium was built on a former waste site. Yeah. Right? So we used to make the joke that the field was glowing. So I once said that, you know, whenever I go play Cleveland, I always put calamine lotion on my my body because I know I'm gonna get a rash, and they they came after. Well, me. that look, that's on y'all. I just want Miss Tony to know that okay. I didn't say it. I love Sandusky, Ohio. See the point. One wow. of the greatest places to go. Jay will team player. <laughs> yeah, wait, no doubt right under the bus. Thank you, Tony. Good to hear from you as always, and thanks for love always you, listening. I smell diesel. You're fuel. welcome. Uh, you guys have a good day. You too. Now, now, again, Bart Scott Pinky watch the again. Red, uh, <laughs> it's on again. Listen, I got Bart and I have bougie. Bart and I have fingers. We have a bet. Okay, we shoot. These we got all these papers on our desk. Yeah. Don't shoot right now. Why, no, so no, no let's do one. Okay, one we'll do two. One. You get two every segment. We one. get two every segment. Yes. That way, the whoever makes more shots, the loser has to come in tomorrow with their fingernails painted red. What are we little yachty? Yeah, well, whatever you want. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. All right, so that's your shot. Get out! Oh, oh yeah, that was man, wide right. You only get Laces one shot. Out, you only Dan. get one over here. Hold on. Come on, elbow in, elevation. Release, rotate, shoot. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> on. Okay, you got, on. first of all, you got a better shot because you got the side of the Stop basket. complaining about excuses. Yeah, that is true. Where you are on the court, that's all that matters. No doubt about Corner that. Corner three, PJ I average, 10, I, I average 10 turnovers, <laughs> 10 fouls a game in high school. Quadruple double. We will continue with your calls. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Don't yell at me about mistake by the lake. That is what people have said. And all I'm saying is when you have the draft in Cleveland, Get him, there's going to be a pick. Get him. And someone is going to use that phrase. And all the question was is who's going to use that phrase about the pick, not about the city. She called in talking like my mama. You don't reply. You oh, don't you reply have, like people like so, that. So Rick DP who I used to host with, who hosts DCR uh, in mornings in, in New York, uh, the former goalie from the Islanders, he, I, there was something about, he was talking about him and his wife and something, and she just decided to tell him, this is what I need you to do. And she explained all this stuff. And at the very end, she goes, and you go home and you lay it down. <laughs> and I, I'm like, go to break. Go to break. <laughs> break, no, break now. Break now. It was now. one of the great drops in radio of all time. Ricola! <laughs> <laughs> Only one of the defending national champs has reached the Sweet 16. We'll get to that next. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We talk some hoops more, a lot of hoops today, and we continue it as Baylor dances into the Sweet 16, and we are joined right now by Kim Mulkey, the Baylor Lady Bears, head coach, three-time national champion, two-time AP, college basketball coach of the year, seven-time Big 12 coach of the year. I could do this all day, Kim. Thanks for joining us right now. (laughs) This is a very long list. That's quite the resume, and thanks for giving us some time here. So we asked this of everybody that's playing in the tournament on the men's side and the women's side, just what is the experience like playing in a bubble situation where there's no going back to campus, just staying where you are? The best description I've given everyone is it's different. It's just different. And the hardest part for um, most of us is is missing our families after the game. We can't hug them. We can't touch them. We just wave to them from a distance. And especially if you have young children, that is extremely difficult. Kim, um, I know we didn't get a chance to talk over the phone. Congratulations on your win the other day as you guys advance in the tournament. But I'm curious, what are the advantages and disadvantages playing in the bubble? Well, I don't know that there are any advantages. Um, I think comfort is, is always important to me when I was a player. And you're out of your comfort zone uh, but the the one thing that's the constant and, and it remains the same is that basketball court. And that's our focus. It has been with all the distractions, with everything that's going on, is when we hit that court, we go to work. And, um, you know, the practices is are, are not, uh, you know, on the – we're used to going to the game, to the court that we play on. And, like, today we'll go there, but then the day before we won't be on that court. Uh, and then it's a 2 o'clock game for us on Saturday, so we won't even have a shoot-around that, that morning uh, by choice that morning. No one wants to get up at 8 a.m. for a 2 o'clock game. So you just do what you're you're asked to do, and you make adjustments, and uh, everybody's in the same boat. No one has an advantage. And um, we're just excited to even have a tournament this year. Coach, you guys got Michigan on Saturday. How do you guys um... – um, not look forward to the potential matchup with UConn and focus at the uh, on the game at hand? Well, it's it's just who we are. We, we, we take every scouting report. Doesn't matter if it's a 16-15 seed in the first game. Uh, it's, it's do or die. And we understand that uh, take care of what we can control. And um, we don't look forward to uh, or past any opponent. It's just the personality of our coaching staff and and, and our players buy into that. Kim, what was your initial reaction when you saw the discrepancies between the men's and the women's facilities and weight room? You know, we see, we observe, we are females, but there's a time and a place to make the appropriate comments. And what we need to focus on is basketball. And, and the players, you know, we, we're all on the same page. We're playing outstanding basketball. We lead the country in field goal percentage defense, and we think that's the only way we stand the chance of winning it all is to continue to play great defense. I'm a firm believer that um, gather information, do your own investigation before you open your mouth. And um, um, I've got questions that I want to ask starting with the females that work at the NCAA office. And the only way that I can gather that information is not social media, is not other coaches. I need to talk to those people 
myself. And when I gather my information when the season's over, then that's the appropriate time to uh, point fingers and, and say the things that need to be said. Hmm. It's Kim Mulkey, the Baylor's, Baylor Lady Bears head coach on us right now, on with us right now on KJZ. And I just want to follow up on that because you have your own questions about this and, uh, and obviously you would handle it a lot different, not going to social media. What would be those questions that, that you would want to ask? Because it is obviously a very a big topic right now in sports and a surprising one, to be honest. Well, most of the questions have been asked. But I think sometimes when you have a private conversation, the answers could be different than what's answered publicly for a lot of reasons. Some people have to protect their jobs. Some people have to protect the organization. I don't know. But I just know that I'm a firm believer in one-on-one conversations. And um, sometimes you get more out of a one-on-one conversation than you do taking it publicly. I think taking it publicly is fine, uh, but... I just don't have social media. My my assistant coaches, you know, do all that stuff for recruiting purposes for uh, my program. But, guys, I don't have Twitter. I don't have Instagram on my phone. What I get, it comes from the players saying it to me or it comes from family or friends sending things to me. So we're here. We see things. We know what's going on. We're very, very much – cognizant of everything but at the same time that's not going to be our focus and uh, our focus is going to be basketball and as I told the team let coach fight this battle when it's all said and done well our focus will be Saturday on ABC Baylor Michigan Sweet 16 matchup thank you very much Kim good to talk to you good luck best of luck Kim thank you Hey, y'all have a y'all have a great day sick them bears <laughs> I appreciate it you know I I, I I, I love her mentality about this because I, I, I fully agree with her. You know, when you see the NCAA respond with a statement or you see the head of the NCAA come out and, and say what they said, that's one thing. But that, that's more of a – that's a statement. You yeah. know, you give a statement to the media yeah. and then you go back to business as usual. Right. And I think Kim's whole mindset is that we're going to take care of what we need to take care of. Business and ahead. after that's over, you're going to hear a – yeah, then we're going to sit down. me knocking on your door, mm-hmm. standing in front of you saying, now we're going to have a very serious conversation right. because now you can't hide behind a blanket statement. Right. And I want to know what the hell is really going on Details. that led us to this point. And now let's talk about how we fix it. Right. How do we fix it? Right. Because everybody wants to attack it right. and everybody comes out with anger. But how do you fix the problem? That's right. what we really need to focus on. How do we change the way? The women's view, game view. is held and what standard yeah. is held to constantly. And right. she spoke like what a coach would, would how a coach would talk. We've got to focus yeah. on the job at hand right now, then later we'll handle yeah. what we found what we felt was uh, you know, whether it's a discrepancy, right. an, an issue, whatever it was. But she also pointed out that I want to hear from some people, including some of the women who were in leadership at NCAA, how right. this can happen. She did point that out as well, that this that this is something that, like I said, I, I found it to be like the most surprising headline of all. Like, how could that right. possibly happen? And she said, I have my own questions, which is why I wanted to follow up and say, all right, what would those questions be? And she took a, a much different tack than I think what we are used to now, which is that immediate, get the social media, right. get, some, get right. some energy behind this and make this an issue, make it a big right. story and embarrass those who screwed well, up. Right. And she's saying, 
There's a time for that. Yeah. We do that stuff behind closed doors because behind closed yeah. doors is where business gets done. That was her side of it. Yeah. But there's Great. others that believe, no, it doesn't get it doesn't get talked about it until yeah. we bring it to the public. Well, there could yeah. be multiple prong attacks yes. here. Right, right. Right? Like so she's taking the head coaching angle of right. how she would handle it, but also if we don't have players that come up and speak about it, we don't talk about right. it and address it in the national media which seems like it put a lot of pressure on the NCAA right. to step up to change those type of things. So it was a personal both, thing for a lot of the, yeah. the, the women players, you could tell. It was something that bothered them all, yeah. and I think you needed some sort of, in, of immediate response. Right. See, again, I think Moki wanted to make sure we don't take the focus off the game. Exactly. She That's doesn't want that. That's what a coach would do. But the players also, in the back of their minds, feeling like, we don't count nearly as much. And some it players don't matter. Like their voices are heard the right. same way Kim yeah. Mulkey's voice will be right. heard. That, that, well, yeah. Well, so. but, you know, we want equality, right, in all of sports. And in this war, we want equality. But her job is really to make sure that she – when you go down her resume, she's a champion. So that's a champion's mindset. Right. Listen, let's take care of the task at hand. Right now, Saturday is Michigan. And what happens is we win this whole thing. It empowers me oh, even yeah. more. So when I knock on that door, I'm the one that's speaking for everybody because I'm the champion. So let me go ahead and take care of the business at hand, and I'll handle that later everybody else plays a role for bringing the attention on it because you want to say the most time, the, the, the best time for it to get the attention is when the sport is on its national stage and being able to be in prime time type of um, you know moments, right? We pay attention to college basketball during March, right? So right now we can bring the conversation up and then I'll, 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 fin- I'll finish it up. She's last, she's the last leg on the, on the, on yeah. the relay team, right? That's so you point. guys bring it here. I'll take it home, but right now I got to win a championship. So when I knock at that door, I'm Kim Mulkey, the, the, the national champion, and you got to respond to me. You got to take my call. Yeah, the multiple national champion, and also the, just hearing her speak, you well, also know well, you really want to deal with way, her too. detail oriented as she is and also very measured. So you that bought, won't so, be a comfortable conversation. So you bought the beer at 12 o'clock, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Right here, you say you bought the beer at 12 o'clock. Right. So right. you bought the beer at 12? No, no, it was 11 o'clock. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you know you're messed up now. Yeah, it's going to be something like that, no doubt about it. Today, NBA trade deadline. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So our team's about to love them or leave them. We're going to play that game next. Is that going to live forever? Uh, yes. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. ever, ever. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. Man, I, I miss Outcast. I love Outcast so much. They need to drop something. Something. Man. Can we they get in verses? Verses, yeah. I saw one verses. You ready? I, I think it was Timberland said Chris Brown would destroy Usher, Usher no. in verses. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Usher's catalog. He gave birth. He gave birth, to, he gave birth to Chris Breezy. Yeah, what, what are people talking about? He made it possible for him. Chris Brown is nice now, now but he, he's not Usher nice. Usher's you know what's coming level. up? Because we all about the culture. You know what's coming up? What? Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire this week. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> brothers. Oh, By the way, on, on that note, some interesting news from the, uh, the Library of Congress. They announced that Illmatic... 
You know, Nas just won a Grammy. Yeah. Yes. Now Illmatic will be inducted into the National Recording Registry. Yes. So some great respect for his debut album, which is one of the great of all time. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, no, no, yes. It means it's historic. Okay, it's okay. part of American culture. Lauren Hill. I still would say Lauren Hill, one of the best hip-hop albums of all time. Why well, didn't we get a follow-up? Well, Lauren, I'm still waiting for Detox. Lauren did a... Uh, yeah, she went, she went yeah, on Space she went, she went somewhere different. Yeah, man. It's like, you know... I don't know what you just said, but we're going to leave it right but there. But Nas and Illmatic, though. Yeah, yeah. The legendary. Come on. Come on, the voice. I still rock that when I walk down the street. Like, it's just... The young kids will <sighs> never know. The hibbidi-dibbidi-dibbidi ha the doobity 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 ha! Yeah, just what stay the single hell? on Bart real quick. Now I gotta show up. Now I gotta show up like little Yachty tomorrow because I gotta paint my fingernail because I lost. Yeah, oh, that's did, right. You we, did, did lose we get the shooting back. Did we record? Did we record any of it? Because yes, it's that did happen. I mean, we got no, the, the red light. The red light wasn't on. The red light. So it did it really happen then, Bart? Tree fell in the woods? No, it oh, happened. Yeah, I'm, it a man, happened. I'm a man of my worry. I, I take the L. All so we're coming. All the fingernails are being painted red. Manicure All the fingernails day. on the hands, painted yeah. red. I don't have to put a clear coat. I don't have to put a clear coat over the top door. I, I know too what, much. What I know too much. Like, too hold on, you know too much. What does a clear coat? I just want to make top sure I actually do. I just, well, just put that. It's like putting a candy coat to put the clear coat on the candy paint. You know I what I'm saying? No Make it shot. It gives a depth of image, man. Come on, man. Depth of image. I can't. This was once a quality show called Keyshawn, Jay Will, yeah, and we Zubin. destroyed it and all. And Bart and I showed up. I ain't Victoria, never coming Victoria, back. We're talking about painting put, fingernails. Uh, do you put the clear paint yes. over yes. Victoria shaking her head? Okay, it's for the depth it. of image. I got three sisters, man. I know what it's all about. Okay, I don't, I don't know. Make sure I, I got to make sure I don't <laughs> choke out my cuticles, man, because I still want healthy head. So you got the yeah. cuticles breathe. I got a great nail bed, man. They just <laughs> call great, me Elephant Man because you know, like my toe, it looks like an elephant. Now, the toenails. Because it's round. You see it? It's round. It's a fingernail. It's round. Your fingers are... It's weird. It's round. They just call me Elephant Man. <laughs> like, because it's round. See how they round? Why, why is it round? Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know. Well, it's your hands. Yours is flat. Mine's is round. Yeah, I don't know. Well, look, my fingers seem straight. Look, hold up your hands. Your well, hands are crooked. Yeah, oh. that, well, that's what happens. God. Like They get stuck in... Like, it's it's what is that? No, it gets stuck in helmets all the time. Oh! Yeah. How many fingers have you dislocated? A lot. Well, my thumbs aren't in socket, actually. My knuckles are on the side. So, like, I, if I open a pickle dry and if it cave in, I drop it. Keyshawn, <laughs> Jay Will, Zubin, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. I don't know. Where did this show go? Where, you, where the hell did you drive this Pre- show, Alan? <laughs> presented by it for Get it back on the road. Straighten this up. <laughs> All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Can we play a game? Would you guys mind? You want to play? Pinky watch. Game? It's pinky watch again. Is it automatic <laughs> every time? You drink a lot of coffee. Drink a NBA, lot of. You know I'm saying the, 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 the trade show. deadline is at three o'clock today. So let's play yeah, a game of love them or leave them. NBA trade deadline edition. Teams and players. Do you love them or do you leave them? You guys ready? Yeah, sure. Let's go. All right. Have, do we have any fancy music or anything? No. We also we, had our first uh, like concert. Bed underneath or something. All right. Let's go in oh, Chicago. Put on some, I like yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. California, baby. Let's get it. Lowry Markinen. Love him or leave him at the deadline? Well, if I'm the Bulls? Yeah. Love him or leave him? What is, does love him mean like I want to love him, I want to keep, keep him? Or you want to dump him? You want to trade him? It's like keep him or dump him, but love him or leave him. I leave him, man. You yeah. think, keep him on the team? You think he's got... Keep him on the team? Keep I thought love him means keep him on the team. That's what I said. Love him? Oh, you said leave him? What? Yeah, I said leave him. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving I'm, You're confusing me, Al. I'm not I don't know listening. what the, Well, I'm, I'm leaving Lori, leave too, out. man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving Lori. Listen, he once was supposed to be the next big thing, right? He, he was like Luca before Luca, and he just hasn't... No, he was a stronger version of Porzingis. Agreed. He was supposed to be like that versatile forward that can yeah. unlock the game. He just... 
needs to he change hasn't the scenery. Been it. Yeah, he needs to he change the scenery. It. He doesn't show up enough because he'll have a big game and then nothing the and next nothing night disappears. and he's not a really good and defender. Sometimes they go with him and Wendell Carter. Like, yeah. like, what, All right, some more names. Some more names. Okay. To Orlando we go. Aaron Gordon. Love him or leave him. He wants out. I leave him. I mean, for the value that I think you can get for Aaron Gordon, I think you can get huge return for him. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. Granted, he, he, he stashed away in Orlando. Um, yeah. I think he would be better suited. I actually like the Boston fit. I like the Boston fit for them because he can get a lot of assets in return. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to leave him too. I mean, yeah, I'm going to leave him. That means he's gone, right? Yeah, I'm going to yes. leave him too because I, I want to see him on, on a bigger stage. I mean, all, the only time we really get to see him when he's in a dunk contest, I want to see him on a big stage to see if he can take his game to another level and be like he, does, he shouldn't be the main guy. He needs to be the third or fourth guy, and that's when he becomes deadly. To the Pelicans, New Orleans, Lonzo Ball, love him or leave him? Leave him. I think I think you can get a lot of return for Lonzo Ball. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, I'm really impressed with all the talk we've been having about LaMelo Ball. You know, Lonzo Ball's been balling. He's been shooting the ball well from the three-point line. And he's not really playing his position. Stan's got him sort of as a three and D. He's They're setting the screens Zion. for Zion. Yeah, yeah, it's right. weird. Like in pick and roll, you're like, oh, okay, Zion's Carl Malone. No. Lonzo Ball is the Carl Malone in the John Stockton Carl Malone <laughs> pick and roll. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, flipped yeah, yeah. It. Right, they flipped Upside it. down world. But it works. <laughs> It works. The upside down. Yeah. And he can defend. Yeah, leave him. Yeah, that's why I think he fits with the Knicks because you talk oh. about you talk about Randall yes, talking about how well, you know, how hard they're coached and commitment to the defensive side of the ball. You have to get a certain type of star in New York. He's a guy that won't be afraid of coming in and doing a little hard work and, and committing to both sides of the ball. And he could be a star quickly, which you know, obviously. Well, his dad prophesied yeah, it already. He yeah. prophesied it before, but now we just got to deal with him in the stands next to Spike. Right. Love him or leave him continues. Here's a name. This is not going to be an easy one now it's not what's going to happen it's what you would do Kyle Lowry Jay love him or leave him you don't have to trade him I now. love him I, I'm not trying to trade Kyle Lowry but you'd get like you could you, I, for you 36 could, I, I know there's a turn on value and I know that Masai Ujiri is one of the best in the game but like you know I, I, he's doing it for Kyle yeah like let's not get this twisted yeah. he's doing this for Kyle Lowry right, right but ultimately to bring Kyle Lowry back so he can retire a Toronto Raptor but if I didn't have to do it for Kyrie, Kyle, nah. Listen. Nope. Die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. He can die today and become the hero about everything that he brought to Toronto before they sign him to another contract and he becomes the, the villain. Let Van Fleet live. Now allow him to, to live and you go out and you chase championships as a finishing piece. I hear you. With, with that in mind, that's what makes Philly such a great story if Philly can make a deal like that happen, so good right? for him. Go home. He can play, play alongside Ben Simmons. Uh, he can get some, there, he can give them it. that kind he of – get some whiz-whiz, all the whiz-whiz he wants free is, is over it, there for him, it, right? Wiz, wiz. Wiz. Nobody does wiz, wiz. Wiz there. Nobody. Why Jared Goff leaving L.A. all started November 30th? That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN. Do your toenails look like your fingernails? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.